Did any of you read about how, how they've liberalized all of the uh, uh, rules regarding dress? Yes, Peter had his hand up. You mean uh, in a, in a one-fisted salute, as a matter of fact. I told the guys at the 349th General Hospital when I was a member of the Army that yeah. you didn't have to cut your hair. And they wouldn't believe me. This was they a Navy, though, that's become liberalized. Well, the Navy... For, I a think. guy named Zumwalt. Zumwalt, right. What they get Harry the Presser Zumwalt. Zumwalt has, been, uh, has been liberalizing. No, not only that, they, yeah. they can wear dresses and they can run rock clubs. They learn how to run rock clubs, become rock they, club managers. They all throw rocks at each other. That's yeah. what the Navy does now, you know. Oh, yeah. They just throw yeah. rocks at each other. That's right. And they can have long hair now. How long? Oh, uh, down to their shoulders. It doesn't matter. Really? And yes. You mean you can still fight and die in the service of your country and be a long You can have trip? your hair burned. It's just wonderful. It gets in the way, you know. Just wonderful. I was talking to the Hooves the other day. The Hooves? The Hooves, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? The Hooves. That's who. Oh, that's wonderful. You saw the program, Everybody's Negro. Who? The Hooves. That's right. And he was on there in one of his rare guest appearances, J. Edgar Beaver. J. Eager Beaver. J. Eager Beaver. The Hooves. The Hooves. The Hooves. And uh, we have some interesting facts on the Hooves, too. Uh, bah, 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 bah. The, uh, the chronicles of the Hoove are just beginning now to so come to light. Mm-hmm. There's been absolutely no uh, no information really available. No, uh, no. we've been getting time. this little book together called uh, the quotations. Heave the hooves. Oh, that's the subtitle. I'm of sorry, Chairman Hoove. Heave, heave, heave the Hoove. Heave the Heaves hoof. of the Hoove. Heaves of the Hoove. Because that's much he, better. He receives these inspirations the while uh, heaving. Well, Well, you'll hear later on how he gets drunk and watches television and then heaves each of these pronouncements. These are lessons that go right to the very heart of the matter of America today, I think. Yeah. And uh, do you have a few of these quotations uh, for the people now, Reverend? Um, I have uh, Book of Hove. The Book of Who? Chapter 3. All right. All right. Paragraph 4, subsection 6. On protecting the president. We cooperate with the Secret Service on presidential trips abroad. You never have to bother about a president being shot by Puerto Ricans or Mexicans. They don't shoot very straight. But if they come at you with a knife, beware. Oh, the <laughs> good advice. Yeah, good advice. Yeah, that is the white of the hoop. Praise the hoop. Heave the hoop. Praise the hoop. Praise the hoop. There's more. Chapter 8. Book of the Hoove. Letters to the Gentiles. 1964. I got a wire from the Reverend Dr. King in New York. He was getting ready to get the Nobel Prize. He was the last one in the world who should ever have received it. He wired asking to see me, and I held him in complete contempt because of the things he said and because of his conduct. First I felt I shouldn't see him, but then I thought, well, he mightn't become a martyr if I didn't. King was very suave and smooth. He sat right down where we were sitting, and he said he never criticized the FBI. I said, Mr. King, I never called him reverend. Mm-hmm. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. You're lying. He then pulled out a press release that he said he intended to give to the press. I said, don't show it to me or read it to me. I couldn't understand how he could have prepared a press release even before we met. And then he asked if I'd go out and have a photograph taken with him. I said, I certainly would mind. And I said, if you ever say anything that's a lie again, I'll brand you a liar again. Right on! Strange to say, he never attacked the Bureau again for as long as he lived. For as long as he lived! For as long as he lived! Yeah, praise the who! Who from the heave! Your father would want it this way. In fact, he would wanted it any way he could get it. Did you have any more of those quotations, or do you have from the Book of Hoove? Well, uh, no. 
I thought you had something. I don't have. No, he has. He has. Oh no, yes, I do. Have, I do have. You yeah, have. I collected some also. You have the early writings. Don't yes, you? this is what the Who said in 1950. Uh, it's inevitable. Our system is based on guns. I have wrapped this through on acid and agree totally. Arms is one of the weapons and one of ours. We're not hung up about guns. It's just an energy system. Our greatest weapon is still neurological. The ability to control our own consciousness. I believe you said that in 1953. I told the president I'd remain as long as my physical condition permitted. We have employees in the bureau who are in their 80th. I've always been against retiring a man by age. Yeah, yeah. The longer a man is with us, the more valuable he becomes. Well, well. I base it all on that. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah. Speak up. There's someone at the door. Uh, uh, Mr. Hoove. Uh, what, uh, Agent what XY13 uh, dash. Uh, Get on with it. Get on with it. Get on with well, it. Here's listen, my card listen. anyway. He's old. He's old. He's tired, but he's uh, good. Let me sit down here. Oh, oh God. Oh, poor old fella. Uh, fell right uh, down. Uh, uh, you wouldn't know to look at him, would uh, you? That this was the agent that busted up, uh, uh, busted up Machine Gun Kelly. Well, what do you say? Uh, okay, XYZ, give you a report and well, split it as quickly as possible. Yes, I'm busy. I, I want to bet. I trailed that suspect down the street uh, past uh, that hotel. Which hotel? Uh, the... Uh, I wrote it down here somewhere. Oh, right, right. The, it's in your notebook. Uh, the adult bookstore hotel. <laughs> and uh, he went upstairs, and I waited on a bench. I sat down, and I, and I just waited until... Uh, and then you came here. I woke up and came right here. I think he's still there. How long have you been with the Bureau? Uh, 80... Let's see, 83, 12... Two weeks now. Just two weeks? Yeah. You're one of our longest and most loyal employees. That I can you know, remember. That you can remember. <laughs> those many those many long days that you no, can't remember actually, at all. Actually, uh, I'm kidding, as you know, sir. You ought to get a couple of dogs, you know. That's hmm? the way to keep fit. Yes, you have yeah, dogs, right. don't you? That's right. Just, I got a couple of dogs, yeah. Tell they're me the, about them. Well, they ain't nothing. <laughs> I just, they're cho- they got two of them. One's named Chocolate <laughs> Cream, the other one's named uh, Custard Pie. Just a couple of dogs I got. And they're the only ones that understand me, you know. The Knicks, he don't understand me. I can't get my kicks off the Knicks, You'll so I get my back. kicks off the dogs. Hmm? You'll kick back Kick the back off the Knicks, right. <laughs> well, the Knicks has got a hex on the mechs, as you know, right? Yeah. So all the sex and the text, man, they left him. So yeah, yeah. I got confused and decided I'd just get it on with the dog. Oh, who? We sit there. They drink. I don't, you know. You're so hep. Get back, Loretta. Your mommy's waiting for you. Wearing a high heel shoe and a low neck sweater. Get back home, Loretta. Paul. Thanks, Paul. The next 15 minutes of Dear Friends, the Firesign Theater's radio show is brought to you by Iron Paradise Homes in the heart of Idaho, by Big Jim Fisk Airways, their motto is, we never get off the ground alone, and by Warren Magnuson's Instant Breakfast, the breakfast of governors. I forgot about that. It's the laughing holy man. Warren Magnuson. Oh, my goodness, that is a wonderful joke. But let us get serious for a moment. Anyone who's been 
through the whole LSD experience with us. These are acid revolutionary now. Dynamite, TNT dynamite. This is just the white light. The flesh, the external manifestation of the inner white light of the Buddha. Tanzan and Nikido were once traveling together down a muddy road. A heavy rain was still falling. Coming around a bend, they met a lovely girl in a silk kimono and sash, unable to cross the intersection. Come on, girl, said Tanzan at once. Lifting her in his arms, he carried her over the mud. Akito did not speak again until that night, when they reached a lodging temple. Then he no longer could restrain himself. We monks don't go near females, he told Tanzan, especially not young and lovely ones. It is dangerous. Why did you do that? I left the girl there, said Tanzan. Are you still carrying her? What does he mean by that? What does that mean? <laughs>